Week one of Dynasty Time is in the books. Scott here for a week one recap, along with Dan, the true co-host. He's back. I'm back. I barely made it, but I'm here. 915 kids in bed. It's a win Pretty for impressive. me. Yeah. Uh, we it. have we have two guests this week. One we've seen before, and that is Logan. I don't have much to add this week. I just want to uh, be here to enjoy the show. So carry on, guys. All right. Thanks for joining. And then for some reason, we have uh, Paul King, Primetime, who I believe won this week. Uh, I don't know why we have him on the podcast, but welcome. Thanks, guys. I did win. I'm undefeated. I beat uh, Scott, who is uh, I don't know winless. Uh, I mean, you cheated, and we'll get to that, but that's okay. Um, yeah, week one was fun. It was kind of weird. I don't know about you guys, but I put on NFL Red Zone, and it kind of felt normal. It didn't seem that uh, that weird without fans and stuff. Yeah, what felt normal was the Vikings secondary getting torched by Aaron Rodgers. So, I'm Oh, sure I do have things to say. I, I know. Forgot about I, that. I, I thought about this like five minutes ago, that we have two Packer fans on the podcast and the Vikings obviously sucked against the Packers as we typically do, and the Lions lions again. So, you know, at least two of us on this podcast are happy. I think we should dive into that a little bit, just to spend some time on that. Um, Paul, like, what is your kind of instant reaction to the game as it kind of wrapped up there on Sunday afternoon? Well, I wish it was more of a game. It was kind of boring, actually, because the Packers just did whatever they wanted for three quarters, and then uh, were able to jog around in the fourth quarter. I saw Aaron Rodgers was drinking a purple drink on the sideline when he was up by 25 points. And looking ahead to next week, I saw that three Lions cornerbacks have uh, hamstring injuries. So I'm very excited about next week. And I think our linebacker got suspended. Did he get suspended? The guy who headbutted the ref? I don't know. <laughs> well, at least your running backs can catch the ball. So you have that going for you. To be fair, they are running backs. They're not supposed to have to catch the ball. So they probably forgot I mean, that, that was a part stopped. of their job. Nope. They're definitely supposed to be able to catch the I ball. I could see Matt Patricia forgetting to tell someone that he, they were supposed to catch the ball. It's just bad coaching. I think one thing we can all agree on on this call is that we feel bad for Matt Stafford. That's he what I told my legit. Uh, my boss when because he's a Bears fan. We were texting, obviously. And I was like, you know, honestly, I just feel bad for Stafford. Like, he's he's not perfect, but he's a very good quarterback. And his team just continuously lets him down. Uh, like, he drove them down. It was a perfect pass. Nothing. But as a Lions fan, you just laugh. You can't get mad. It's okay. Maybe, maybe we this. should – maybe Kirk Cousins can go home to Detroit and we'll take Stafford. And Wait, isn't Kirk Cousins home like Florida? I don't know. No, I think he's from Michigan. Are you sure? Because I think his no. dad like runs one of those like crazy like churches down in Florida. Oh God! Like don't the tell co- me that. the COVID is a hoax type churches. Yeah, that's why yes. Kirk said he wasn't going to wear a mask. It, he I mean, you literally can have said, if you want him. literally uh, from... said, "If I die, I die." What? Huh. He's from Barrington, Illinois. Home of oh. the uh, GSSI, so shout out to them. He went to high school in Michigan, so I don't know. Oh, Bobby's a fan. No, because all of right. Michigan so State. Don Cousins, 
is uh, <laughs> leads is a pastor at the Discovery Church in Orlando, Florida. That that's it. Moving on. All Scott, right. take over. I've heard enough. That's some good, uh, sad. good chit chat to start the show. But let's get into week one. Um, I'm just going to go left to right on my screen, and we're going to start with like the most boring matchup: Bobby FC and Jutang Clan. Uh, Bobby taking care of business. He had two tight ends, two wide receivers, two running backs, and two quarterbacks. So he played the twos, 130 to 91. Uh, pretty solid day. I don't know. That's Bobby. He's going to win games is what it is. Yeah, I think we were all in agreement that Bobby was going to have a pretty good season. We questioned his quarterbacks, but it doesn't matter when, like, everybody scored a couple digits. Phillip Rivers had the most Phillip Rivers game ever. The Colts were winning. It was like, this game isn't going to be a game. And then the Jaguars came back, and he threw an interception on his last drive. I like Sorry. Bobby's team a lot. I think he has a really good team. I think Philip Rivers is washed in real life, but in fantasy, he's great. Like, he's just going to get these kind of games, 300 yards and a touchdown or two. Yeah, 360 yards and one touchdown. So that was disappointing to just get the one TD. Uh, Kamara came alive for him. So, that, I mean, that, if Kamara can be what he was the last couple of years, that'd be big. Um, but yeah, sorry, Elster, he goes down swinging. Uh, the next game here, Green Hell played the Misfits, and uh, Young Tyne takes down Laverty. Um, Laverty was a team with one quarterback, still put up 105, uh, thanks to Joe Burrow, but the Misfits took care of business, mostly thanks to Devontae Adams. Yep. <laughs> Feels great to see that on the air. I'm like, I started looking at his team. Locked eleven points. Mayfield eight. Le'Veon six. Then oh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Devonte Adams. That's a good one-two punch right there. But the rest of his team, I'm a little concerned about. Oh, Gardner Minshew though. He'll, he'll. I feel like he'll be like Rivers this year. He'll put up some games. Put up some numbers. Yeah, there's a yeah the Misfits can. They could get it together. It, some weeks they'll be better than others. We we uh, definitely – I wouldn't say we we were, like, super down on Luke's team, but we weren't, like, super positive. So to come out and put 124 up and win, that's, I mean, to be fair, if you, if you actually go back and listen to the podcast, I said it was a really good team. It'll be great, you know. But You said that, yes. Yeah. I, I think Scott and I were a little less impressed on paper. I think the uh, – he still needs to find another running back now that Bell's out. I'm not sure that David Montgomery is that person, but maybe that's best his only option right now. So we'll see how it goes for him. But Jonah looked good. Got a touchdown. Tight ends, tight ends uh, are big, big time. I, I hear that. I hear that Bobby likes the tight end. He does. He <laughs> likes the tight end. Uh, well, Jonah got a touchdown, and that came from Ryan Tannehill who was on primetime's team and somehow was able to pull off a 17 point game. And I think here I see that primetime beat someone, but I can't tell. Are, are we going to talk about the game of the week now? Primetime <laughs> coming from behind. Um, How far I don't back know if you guys you on know this, I mean... but you insulted me in the slack and I had to sit there and take it. 
And then I saw that Saquon Barkley, who I passed up in favor of Zeke Elliott, Saquon finished 110th. I looked it up. So that means 109 other players had a better week than Saquon Barkley. Now, there's only 32 teams. So that's, that's 31, you know, presumably other running backs that have opportunities that are running around, scoring more points, and then other players too. But 110th, he scored just 11 points. He's the second highest rated player uh, in the pre-draft rankings. So I can't believe this stuff. You have to trust your gut. Draft people like Ezekiel Elliott scoring 30.7 points. Leading so what me is to the, the first of many victories. What is the what is the most rushing attempts ever to get six yards? I'm just curious. <laughs> That's when I knew I was in trouble, was when I saw he would he had an average of like 0.4 yards a carry. That was unfortunate. Uh, for you guys playing at home, 15 carries for six yards. That's not good. Not what I wanted. Great. You also he somehow ended up with 11 points, which is definitely bad for him, but there's been a, a ton of single-digit numbers across the board, including on primetime's own team. He had all three wide receivers had, had single, digits. single digits. But when you draw, you know, you're, you're, when you have Kyler Murray and Ezekiel Elliott, that's a great start. And I think, again, to go I back think to we, your... we both kind of outthought ourselves. I have a lot of points on the bench. I didn't start Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. And you didn't start Jimmy Garoppolo, which was very interesting. And you started Tyrod Taylor for some reason. Yeah, I overthought that one. We got you six one. points. But. As soon as the afternoon games started, I was like, uh-oh, what did I do? Uh, yeah. Dude, Scott, your running backs are terrible. Oh, they're bad. It's a, it's not a good situation. Uh, but you guys told me A.J. Dillon was good, so. I did not say that. Just rooting for injury over here. Uh, yeah, carry on. He could be a drop candidate because uh, AP actually is pretty good apparently still. So, yeah, my hey, team is not looking good. Paul, I, I don't think you drafted James Robinson. Did you Did you pick him up and start him? I picked him up and started him because Miles Sanders, who was my third-round pick, I think, uh, is out with a hamstring Hence why yeah. Boston Scott was supposed to come in and do his thing. But his thing was 6.9 points. So. I bet Miles Sanders was your second-round pick. So to, to lose your second-round pick the first week of the season and to still win is freaking huge. So nice work there. Yeah. The James Robinson pick him. I have no idea who that is. Thanks. Not I was hoping – I'm still hoping for big things from former Lion Eric Ebron. So hopefully in the coming weeks he puts it together. One catch. He can only go up from here, right? It's okay. Big Ben is back. All right. Anything else in this bastard of a game? I mean, I won. I'm probably not going to lose a game all year. Definitely not to a team like Badger Pride with the two running backs he put out there today and Tyrod Taylor. So enough. Uh, You know, someone won, someone lost. We'll move on to the other games. The other games weren't as exciting. Ultimate Warriors blew out Sea City Boston, and Sea City Boston is the first victim of the Fantasy Survivor. Sad. They're out. I forgot we do that. <laughs> Everybody the does. Vikings, how about the Vikings D putting up a big fat zero for Ultimate Warriors, and he still wins by 50-some points? Yeah, wow. how did he get zero? Unbelievable. Well, I guess, yeah. 
once you get to 24 points, you get nothing. Look at that, that means they had no sacks, no anything. Yeah, it's a good good team. Uh, yeah, I got I got nothing on C City either. This is just a bad week. Hopefully they can regroup, but oh boy, that's running backs. It's rough. It's, <laughs> I don't know if they thought we were keeping people because they took so many young guys or what, but he's got like three rookie wide receivers, and like basically two, three rookie running backs too. Basically, I mean, Damian Harris isn't a rookie, but he basically is. So he's got Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, and Damian Harris. That's pretty crazy. A lot of good keepers there too. But he can't keep any. But the story is Ultimate Warriors. I mean, I'm just looking at this team again. We certainly did not talk about them enough in the in the preseason uh, kickoff. If Aaron Rodgers is this, or at least you know 80 percent of what we saw against the Vikings, 22 and a half year old secondary, uh, Ultimate Warriors is going to win it all. And Lamar was... only had uh, 45 yards rushing. He's going to have more than that a lot of weeks. Yep. Yeah, Lamar Scary. had like an average game. Um, yeah, we had him at four and a half over under. That over is looking good for whoever took that. <laughs> wow. Uh, freelancers, the auto drafter comes in and takes down Brothers Mendez 100 to 95. Thanks to a Raheem Mostert. Mostert? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, 26 this is, points. This is a classic go. game. This is just a classic, disgusting fantasy football game with a lot of shitty players. And uh, whoever was less bad was going to win the game. I'm happy to be the guy who loses to Ryan Fitzpatrick when he puts up three and a half points. And Michael Thomas Thomas didn't even play two quarterbacks. There you go. It's absolutely mind-blowing. I think Lance owns me in games like this. Just I just lay an egg so bad against Lance, I feel, all the time. And I think it's been the first week of the season a couple times in the past, too, which is always super fun. But, you know, it yeah, is I what it is. I don't, know, I don't know how you lost this game, Dan. Uh, I'm sure you'll do better in the future. <laughs> I think freelancers is screwed. I mean, their quarterbacks are awful. Um, Mark Ingram, I watched some of that game and he didn't get to do anything they picked Dobbins to have the goal line carries Michael Thomas I saw is out for like three weeks and uh, Blake Jarwin tore his ACL so this is this is a, a Purick victory they're in a lot of trouble freelancers oh they did they won last year you guys played in week one last year as well yeah, was it another shitty game that he beat? Uh, yeah, one forty-five to one eighteen. So, oh, oh he actually yeah, put yeah. points last year. Yeah, but he was a bad team last year too, wasn't he? Overall, uh, I believe so. He, He's he, usually pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he will. It helps if he knows there's a the draft, worst. or maybe it helps if he doesn't know there's a draft. Because actually, aside from the quarterbacks, his team actually looked decent with Julio and Michael Thomas. But Kareem Hunt, you know, just a side note story. How about Kareem Hunt versus Nick Chubb in that backfield? Wasn't Chubb like a surefire first-round pick or maybe like early second, depending on how big your league is? Um, but Kareem Hunt seems like he's going to get – they're going to split 50-50, and Kareem Hunt's one who just got the contract extension. There you go. Interesting. Friggin' Lance. Has he even – he hasn't said a word. Or is he still Slackbot? 
He's he's alive. Who set up the Slack bot stuff for the Lions? Was that you, Scott? That was Lance. Oh, that was Lance. He pops in and does that, but he doesn't lose a draft. Yeah. Come on, Lance. He also hasn't updated your uh, team. I know. Your team I know. I was actually going to. I was actually going to message so. him. I need him to make me a logo that incorporates two trophies and two pieces of shit. There you go. That'd be perfect. Uh, the best game of the week, because my game and our game was terrible. Uh, Birds of Prey, who is now number one in the power rankings, 156 to 145. Brian, I'm sorry. You, you got to know there's a game to win. So that's how that goes. Just a what, dominant performance by Squat Trito. What's the, what's the Brian not knowing there's a game thing? Did that have an impact here? No, just he's clueless about what's going on. Oh, so okay. I'm going to continue to give him shit. <laughs> wow, look at his bench. He's got Crowder and Goddard on his bench. Who blew up. Uh, Adam Thielen with some garbage points. Uh, David Johnson and Aaron Jones. I mean, everybody did well for Mike, uh, except for Hooper. So just a solid game all around. Very good. Very good situation over there. I don't know what he... You can roll that same exact team out next week and probably put up another 150. Possibly. And then we end with Logan, who just blew out CR Pies 151 to 108. This was the NWO's first win over CR Pies since 2014. So, Logan, I don't think you've ever beaten Craig. You know, he talked to uh, us. he talked a lot of a lot of a lot of shit on the podcast last week that I didn't really appreciate, and um, especially like he really didn't have much to talk about. So, a bunch of reason to be overly optimistic. So, um, justice was served, um, and I'm glad the uh, the best team won. Though I do have a problem with this whole power rankings of somehow me not being number one when clearly I have a top team in the league. I don't quite understand that. I think we need to look at. I mean, Josh Allen's not going to play against the Jets every week. So, you know, and Allen Robinson wants a trade. So, so he'll probably be benched. So, don't get Wait, you know, so like Allen Robinson is a good quarterback? No, <sighs> you see, see, he'll end up going somewhere being like a third option and he'll be super watered down. He's not going to get, you know, a ton of targets like he will or like he would in Chicago. But, you know, yes, you have a good team. This, this, this right here for me is like the which team do I hate worse bowl. And like, I find myself actually, I found myself actually wanting Craig to win this game, which I can't believe I'm saying out loud, but I, I did. And, you know, I guess the better team did win. Cause I look at Craig's team. It doesn't look so good. James Conner is a huge question mark going forward. And I believe he was a second round pick for Craig. Conner is out. He's got to be out next week at least. Um, so that's unfortunate for Craig. But, yeah, so that is the week that we had. Um, yeah, that's what we got. Uh, thoughts on just the scoring, the super flex? How did we feel? Was it fun to root for quarterbacks? I know, Paul, you weren't a big fan going in. I Yeah, I was skeptical. I like the two quarterbacks. I like the super flex enough. I don't – did we do the first down thing? I, I don't care, Dead. I guess. Uh, I don't have Tyreek Hill. 
Um, right? I, I do not. Uh, you said I did. I think on the podcast last week, so uh, I mm. don't, and I don't, I don't, so I don't care if Tyreek Hill gets points. Would appreciate but, if yeah, you don't uh, call us out I'm, on that. Thank you. I'm fine with uh, the scoring and, and our rule changes, and I'm just happy that primetime pulled it out. You know, as as Vince Lombardi said, um, winning isn't everything, Scott. It's the only thing. So that's what you say when you win. I, I had fun. That's what matters. Hey, Scott, just just some feedback. Let's just not have two Packer fans on the pod at the same time ever again. I think that's we just a good so, idea. All right. I think that's fair. But <laughs> I think we should take a second, though, to just talk about our favorite Viking sports moment. And I, I don't know. I assume – now the the podcast is it going to end with uh, banging the drum all day, or does that get added in at the beginning? How how do we? That, do it's that? a stupid song, so just stop. It's horrible. I just I can't I can't even handle it. I, I've never known a franchise to live in the past more than Packers. And uh, I'm I'm living in last Sunday, dude. I don't know what you're talking you, about. You can live in last Sunday all you want. That's totally fine. So my favorite I'll, I'll Vikings moment. Um, was when Brett Favre threw his interception against yeah, the Saints, I believe. Yeah, yes, that was a great one. That was a good that day because a- we had a keg party that Saturday, and so that Sunday we had like somehow half a keg still left, and so we had a good time. And Brett Favre throwing that, I think we almost broke the TV as we were cheering. Just because I hate him so much. So no offense me, to Dan. It wasn't a Vikings thing. It was a Brett Favre thing. No. Okay. So this is a good. This is a good question. As long as we have two Packers fans, we got five minutes maybe left here. I I've been wondering this because my whole family is from Wisconsin. I'm from I'm born in Wisconsin, but I'm a Vikings fan. Everybody else is Packer fans. They all love Brett Favre, and they all certainly were never going to root for the Vikings, but they wanted to see Brett Favre succeed. So they wanted the the, the Vikings to beat the Saints at that point in time. Um, oh no! Which I think this is a very millennial thing. No, but, but Logan and and Paul here, you guys hated Brett Favre for I would guess for going to the Vikings, even though the Packers are the ones who forced him out of town. You would <laughs> you would expect him to just retire and cash okay. in. Okay, this is the point in the podcast where you are welcome to leave. But if you want ten minutes of Dan making the worst take argument you've ever heard, please enjoy. Uh, this talk about Brett Favre. No, that uh, I disagree with the entire premise of your entire question. Brett Favre. Lawyer him, Paul. Love, Lawyer first him. First off, number one, I love Brett Favre. He is the greatest quarterback. I think he's he was much more fun than Aaron Rodgers and maybe more talented. But, And I rooted for him when he went to the Jets, when he forced his way out of Green Bay. After he said, I am retiring, and he said, are you sure? And they said, yes. Then they draft Aaron Rodgers. And then he's like, oh, I want to come back. And they're like, that's ridiculous. Or uh, after they said, okay, it's Aaron Rodgers' team, rather. And then they they trade him out of the division. He plays a year with the garbage Jets team and then purposely goes to Minnesota to stick it to the Packers, which is nonsense. Because for like seven years, he'd been saying, oh, it's about time to hang up my – uh, shoulder pads and go do Wrangler commercials for 10 years. So I, once he went to the Vikings, I was out on Brett Favre. I did not root for him. I remember that NFC championship game. I was rooting for the saints. I was working at Ian's 
um, and I made a lot of money that day uh, delivering pizzas around because people ordered a lot of pizzas. And no, I would never. I was never rooting for Brett Favre on the See, Vikings. I I don't care at all, but that doesn't make any sense because you have a guy who's your franchise forever, wins you a Super Bowl, makes you relevant for how long he did, the, and then stop. he just, comes. He just, goes to the Vikings because they wanted him, and he has like the best season in the league. So I'm here's the thing: be he happy can go. About that. Okay, Dan. What? Because okay. he's he your, go he's to your the Hall Vikings of Famer. If he, wants. he can go so, to the Vikings so, if he so wants. So should he go to the he should go to the Hall of Fame as a Viking then, right? Because we appreciate the one season he was here more than you appreciate the fifteen oh, plus boy. that he was there. I don't know where this is going. Paul <laughs> just said he was out on Brett Favre when he came to the Vikings. After yes. all that he did for the Packers, you're going to be out on him. You're be like me saying I'm out on Kevin Garnett when he no, went no, to the no, Celtics no. and then won a championship. So you're okay. Stop. He is muted. Okay, Dan, when you, Kevin Garnett, perfect. If the Wolves were playing the Celtics in the championship, you're telling me you would cheer for Kevin Garnett over the Wolves? No, of course not. But, but that wasn't what was happening in that like, so, situation. Like, They're playing the Saints. All right, that, all right. That's, this but the point this is scenario like, – hold on, let me do this. This scenario is like Joe Maurer says he wants to unretire – He's a free agent. He signs with the White Sox. And then he's like, my sole objective is to beat the Twins. Like, that's what Brett Favre did. He, he purposely went to the Vikings to try to beat the Packers. And in fairness, he did beat them twice in the regular season, the year that he was great for the Vikings. But there's I'm nothing, saying... There's nothing wrong was, with Brett Favre going to play for the Vikings. It doesn't mean I have to cheer for Brett Favre when he's no. playing for the so Vikings. So you guys are both saying different right. things. You guys both no. are saying different things. No, we're not. Logan, you just said there's nothing wrong with him going to the Vikings. Paul said he was out on Brett Favre when he went to the Vikings. I was and too. that's what I wanted him to say because that's the thing about that no. ate me alive about Packers fans for five years after that. I don't give a shit about Brett Favre. He ruined my childhood. I, my little brother's a Packer fan, and I somehow became a Vikings fan, so I had to get shredded by him for years. So I could care yeah. less, couldn't care less about Brett Favre, but it makes no sense to be so angry about it, especially, and I do think – his results on the Vikings actually matter because he was still great. He shouldn't have retired. He was still a top three quarterback in the league when he came to the Vikings. Well, one, no, he wasn't. Two, like, there's nothing – I would never cheer for Don't your my rival. At me or the bottle in your hand. There, I would never cheer for a rival team. Like, the Vikings Ever. are a rival. And so if you play for a team that is, like, my, like, rival – I'm not going to cheer for you. I don't care who you are. The team question. is more important than the player. Okay, question. Last one, Scott, and I'll be done. Take if, if, if Ohio State Buckeyes beats Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship and then ends up in the National Championship against Clemson or Alabama, you're not going to root for Ohio State. For the College Big is Ten. different. College is different. <laughs> you, have allegiance, okay. you have allegiance to your conference. Well, I'll always cheer for the Unless Big it's Ten. Ohio State. I don't know. That Ohio State's tough, but generally speaking, I'll always cheer for the Big Ten. Yeah, That's college is completely different because you have to have a good conference to get the ranking to get the seed. It doesn't freaking matter in pro sports. And there's only so why, why do I care? I don't care how my division is. Okay. Like, just oh, the it. NFC North doesn't get the respect. Who gives a shit? I, my team just has to win. If Randy Moss forced his way – and like strung the Vikings along and then left and then went to Green Bay 
and then you would cheer for the Packers just because Randy Moss was on the Packers? I'm not, I'm, I'm not even saying about cheering for the Packers. I'm saying in that one you can't game. Against, the, against Yeah, so yes, absolutely. If Randy Moss went to the Packers and after he left the Vikings, regardless of how he did it, and the Packers were in the NFC Championship, I would want Randy Moss to win. Mm. But Dan, Randy Moss, I guarantee, I guarantee I disagree you, with that take. you would be you would lose this vote 13 to 1 in the league, without a doubt. <laughs> you were the only person who would believe this. I mean, first of all, I just told you I'm from Wisconsin. My whole family are Packers fans. So sometimes I'm okay with the Packers winning because it makes my my brother and family extremely happy. Okay. Maybe but, it's because you know that you secretly should be a Packers fan because you're so from there. You're right, Paul. I've tried. I, I've Probably. tried. Like, I need some, like, what does Pence believe in? Like, shock therapy? Like, shock the Vikings out of my system? Like, right. I've tried. But, but to your point on Randy Moss, Brett Favre is not the same as Randy Moss. Brett Favre is 15-year-plus quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He is Green Bay Packers. Randy Moss was a very, very good player for the Vikings, but he was here for, like, six, seven years, and we never really won anything with him. So anyway, I've I've always wanted to ask you guys that actually because oh, that that well, that, that Favre question was went throughout my family for a while and my whole family, oh. lifelong Packer fans, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, rooted for the Vikings in that game because of Brett Favre and they all hate the Vikings more than any other professional sports team. Period. So interesting well, perspective. That's interesting. Uh, I they they have to be in the minority. There's no way. Thank you. Thank you. There's just no way. I'm just trying to think the only way I would root for any, like a player. And the only time it's happened is when like Verlander got traded to the Astros because it was like, okay. Or or a hockey player who's not going to win it. And he gets traded at the last second for what on a losing team. You're talking about Ray Bork. (laughs) Sure. Well, yeah, Logan, that's Kevin Garnett. No, but even this year, if if this I don't like the stars, but I'm kind of indifferent. If yeah, Pavelski wins, wins. Puck, right, I'll be super happy for him. Yes, and all those names you just named don't have the same connection to a city that Brett Favre had. Brett no, Favre, Favre has, Berlander was in Detroit. He was he was the Tiger for ten years. No, you think, it's not about you think, the connection Brett Favre has. It's about how, how he left the circumstances how, of, yeah, yes. of him leaving. If Pavelski like we were happy. Him, if, yes. Yeah. Pavelski, you were happy that he has a chance. His way out just to okay, go to so, the so, so then Brett Favre, because he forced his way out of Green Bay, should never come back to Green Bay, and he can't be, like, your most revered player since Bart Starr. That, like, that's no. what I'm hearing. That doesn't make no, any he's, sense. He's totally allowed to come back. We just can't – you couldn't cheer for him when he was on the Vikings because the Vikings yeah. are the enemy. Right. Thank you, Paul. That's, you that's the correct take. That's yeah. not the correct take, though. That's, that's craziness to All me right. that you guys well, believe that. I just want to say one more thing. The Verlander is more Detroit than Brett Favre is Green Bay. I didn't say he was more not. Detroit. But it's not I'm even just saying close. he is Detroit the same but it's way. it's not even close, Scott. I'm, you could say I'm wrong, but that's not even close. He was an but athlete who played in one part, city Dan. for 12 years. Yeah. Dan, I understand what you're saying about, about, about Favre being Green Bay. The difference is with the Packers is that there are so many legends and so many icons <laughs> over the years with all 13. All right, he's, he's muted. He's muted. Yeah, muted. Okay. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'm so, done. Let me help. 13 championships. That... <laughs> Paul's not even on the well. screen anymore. And he's all of the Hall of Famers, when you include all, right. all of them. The I love is when the week, Packers, um, the Packers coaches, talk about the 1943. Right. They named the trophy after you, our coach. Nice. 
All right. Well, this podcast has just spiraled out of control. If you have an opinion on Brett Favre or the Vikings or let's pile anything, because there is no way that anyone agrees. Start chatting in the Slack because I would love to hear all the fans that would cheer for their hometown hero who played for his rival team. Uh, Yeah. I just like you guys to know that tomorrow um, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drum all day. So let's talk about that. The only reason I didn't mute you is because I'll give you this one time because you did win. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that song means and why that's relevant. Are you kidding me? No, I have no idea. All right. Podcast is over. Thanks for joining us. Week one was fun. We'll be back for week two coming up. Uh, waivers runs, if you made it this far, here's the announcement. Waivers runs Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time, in case you didn't remember that. And I think free agents are free at like 7 a.m. the next day. Um, I think that's how, how we do it. Spending? I don't remember. I'm spending all $200. And Why who? not? I, Brett Favre. Let's do it. He's coming back. Superflex. He's still a top three quarterback in the league. <laughs> he might be. All right. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Peace. See ya.